a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome back to the Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast where we talk about all things that I have gone through, tested, beat up, abused, and get some information out there to you guys. So today we're going to talk about boots, and more like a boot shootout. Um, We're going to go over several boots that I've had for a long time, and put many, many, many hours on. So uh, we're going to talk about comfort, durability, break-in time, all these things that are important to you guys out there when you go buy a pair of boots. I've been getting a lot of emails about which boot I should buy, what's the most comfortable, durability, my soles are going out too quick. So we're going to try to cover that all here for you today. Uh, so if you guys are uh, are out there and you guys are wanting to buy some boots, you know where to go, right? Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, and gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, ATVs, and street bikes. With the low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping, it's easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the premier shopping destination for the power sport enthusiast. We want to thank those guys out there for helping Kiefer Tested and getting this podcast out there for you guys. And hey, if you guys want to pick up some of these boots that I'm going to talk about today over at Rocky Mountain, you can head over there to RockyMountainATVMC.com backslash Kiefer Tested. You can check some of the things that I personally like out and maybe purchase some and support me and the podcast and PulpMX.com and buy some cool stuff for your bike. Get out there. So like I said, today we're going to talk about boots, man, and out of all the pieces of gear that you own, I would say, you know, boots are top three most important things that you can buy to make yourself comfortable on a bike. Um, obviously, helmet safety is a huge one. Um, for me, knee braces are a must. I like knee braces, so I, I have to wear those. And boots. Um, I'm super picky with boots. As you guys know, in most of these podcasts, I'm super picky with a lot of things. So um, being a test rider, that's what you get to do. You kind of have to pick and choose of what you want and what you are comfortable with. So um, to me, boot is boots are important. Um, running down the line here, we're going to talk about all these different kinds of boots that I have, and I'll give you guys you know more information on them. But, and at the end of this podcast, I will rate my personal favorites um, going from durability and comfort. Uh, I know there's two types of people out there that, you know, one are looking for performance and comfort because they want the lightweight boot. Um, They want to be able to be flexible when they ride and feel everything right away. And then there's other type of guy out there that wants durability, that doesn't mind having a stiffer boot, but wants his soul to last and doesn't want to spend $600 um, on a pair of boots every 
six months to a year. That being said, I only tested the boots that are pretty accessible here in the U.S. and anywhere from the middle price range up to the high tier pricing. Uh, I, I mean, I could spend all day getting boots and things from uh, other companies that it's going to be tough for you to find. So um, these are easy, easy things to research to get at Rocky Mountain ATV MC. You can get them there. Um, you can go to your local dealer. You know, I'm a big supporter of going to your local dealer these days too. So um, either one of those will work very well. And um, yeah, so get, so getting started, you guys see if you guys follow me on on social media at kkefer120, you guys know that um, I'm always wearing different sets of gear, different pairs of boots, and uh, you see a lot. Um, you see me wearing Alpine Stars Tech Tens a lot. Um, it's no surprise that that's a great boot. You see a lot of top pros wearing them. Um, but we'll just break down break down the Tech Ten first. So the cost is six hundred bucks. They're like five hundred ninety nine bucks. Um, they do have a replaceable sole. When I weighed them, and these are size eleven boots. Most of these are size eleven. I'll explain later how if I went down a size and why. But size eleven boots and a Tech Ten weigh ten pounds. Um, they do come with a booty, and they have three buckles. So. First things first, fitment. Right when I get a pair of new Alpine Stars Tech 10s, put them on, super tight. Very tight with the booty. Um, it's kind of a process to get your foot in the booty and, you know, get it strapped in with the Velcro and then, uh, you know, strap on the boot. It has three buckles. Um, the break in time on these things are not the best out of a bunch here. So, if you're going to get a pair of Tech 10s, be prepared to spend the course of the day breaking in these suckers because they're not easy to break in. You're not going to hop on your bike and be like, oh, man, I can shift right away and, and, and feel the rear brake pedal. It's going to take a little time. So, And also, too, when you put the booty on, I've seen a couple people do it different ways. I never really take the booty out unless I wash it. And, yes, you can wash them out. Like I get the garden hose on a super muddy day. And uh, I'll take the booty out, wash the booty out, let it dry, spray the boot out inside, let it dry. Um, and so far, it doesn't really stink. Um, it doesn't have that moldy, nasty smell to it. Um, but So either way, you can leave the booty in, put it on, or take the booty out, put your foot in the booty, and then put your foot in the boot. However you want to do it. It, it works either way. Um, but the break-in time, like I said, is longer than others. Uh, the durability of the boot that I've had, um, I've had mine for maybe, uh, let's say, eight months or so. And I am, and of course, I'm the extreme with everything, right? So I ride a lot. And the soles has hold, held up pretty good. The, the bottom piece, like I said, you can replace them. Um, you can go to Alpine Stars and get that. Um, and I'm sure Rocky Mountain ATV has sole replacements too. Um, but... I wouldn't let that thing get too far down. There is a piece by the shank you don't want to go past, so um, keep an eye out. The sole feeling is pretty gummy and grippy on the foot peg. I do like that part of the boot. Um, the overall boot feeling is somewhat fat um, compared to other boots in the shootout here. Uh, it takes me a little while to get used to that fat feeling, but if I just wear Alpine Stars for a week straight, I just get used to it. And... 
ankle protection for me is very high. It's one of the best boots out there for me for ankle protection. I have somewhat strong ankles. Um, I'm not a huge um, picky person about ankle protection per se. I want my ankle to feel safe, but if I can move my ankle a little bit, I'm not freaking out. So that being said, like I said, the ankle protection is very good, and I do feel safe in that boot. Once it's broken, then I think you guys will like that boot a lot. It's the go-to boot for a lot of guys out there, like I said, um, and the durability is very good. Alpine Stars Tech 8 RSs. This was the boot that was the top shelf boot before the Tech 10 came out. This is the boot I wore most of the time before, you know, booties were introduced and all this stuff. Um, they updated the Tech 8 recently, so this does have a booty. It's 500 bucks. It's a little bit less than the Tech 10, I think 100 bucks less. And has four buckles, um, replaceable sole, all that. It's a little less, um, I would say, break-in time for this is a little less. So you will get to feel the pegs and the shifter and the brake pedal sooner than you will with the Tech 10. It does feel a little bit narrower, so I can grip better um, with the frame with these boots than I can with the Tech 10. But I also feel like I can move around with my ankle a little bit more as they break in. So... For those of you guys that are looking for more ankle protection, um, the Tech 10 might be a better fit. The The sole is not as grippy as the Tech 10 sole. The sole is a little bit different, and I don't feel like with the Tech 10, the front end comes up and the rear end comes up. Like It makes you ride on the balls of your feet with the Tech 10. With the Tech 8, it feels more flat-footed, so you can ride however you want, but you guys should be trying to ride on the balls of your feet. Um, the overall li lifespan of the sole has been very good. Uh, actually, I think the Tech 8 sole is a little bit harder feeling, um, hence the less grippiness, but lasts longer. So this is actually a great buy for you guys out there looking for a little less ankle protection but longer life in the boot. Last thing I want to say about this Tech 8 RS, it's, it's a little bit lighter feeling as well as a Tech 10. So... Um, it's about a pound lighter when I weighed them. It's uh, around 9 pounds versus almost 10 pounds with the Tech 10. Moving for the Tech 7, um, 350 bucks, close to the same weight, around 9 pounds. It has a semi-booty. It's like a half-booty in there. has four buckles, replaceable sole. So it has all that. Um, immediately, right when I put my foot in those things, super flexible right away. Barely any break-in time is needed. Um the sole keeps the toe area of the boot nice and slim, so it doesn't hang up on the shifter or brake pedal. I like that. So there's a good amount of feel at the controls, like I said. It doesn't have, like, the grippiest of soles, but it's far it, It's it's far from the worst. Uh, protection and security is probably middle range for all these boots that I'm talking about right now. It's not the best, not the worst, but it's fairly good. Um but in the back of the boot, it's all soft. There's no plastic back there, so it feels really flimsy in the back, which kind of left me with a weird feel. Um, it took me a little bit, little bit of a while to get used to it. Um, but you know, for those of you guys that like a lot of feel and squishiness towards the rear of your boot, you will like the Tech Seven. Uh, for me, also the frame grip is really high um, because the, the inner hinge 
is very slim and narrow. So, uh, and it's located pretty high on the boot. So you can grip the bike very good with these, these boots. I do like the fact that the sole will last as long as a tech eight. I feel like, you know, all these Alpine stars have good soles. Um, the tech 10 out of all of these, you know, that I've talked about have, um, probably the most performance. So it doesn't last as long. Has, you know, obviously more grip like I talked about, but the Tech 7 is pretty damn close to the Tech 8 and it will last you, you know, quite a long time. One of my favorite boots, just for the pure fact of comfort, is the Fox Instinct. Uh, the Fox Instinct is 550 bucks. Um, it's 9 pounds, so it's not that much lighter, but it feels extremely light when you ride it. It feels like you're wearing a tennis shoe has four buckles. It doesn't have a sole replacement. So to me, this thing is purely based on performance, man. You slip your foot in that thing. Um, the buckles are really good. It feels like you're wearing a tennis shoe. Right when you get on the bike, like for you guys out there that are more of a of an Alpine Star guy, you feel like I feel like like I said, you feel the weight of a Tech Ten. The Fox Instinct is narrow feels light and when you're at the end of the moto it doesn't feel like your leg is tired from lifting your leg up all the time over the rut so it's uh really nice to have that lightweight feel ankle protection i feel like it's pretty good um even though it doesn't have a booty i feel like my ankles are, are fairly protected i know there was a instagram photo of a guy wearing fox instincts and he's like blown out his achilles or something i i don't know how much that is true Guys, I ride a lot, and I've had no problems with my ankles, and I've come up plenty short on many jumps and wearing Fox Instincts and had no problems. Um, the sole, man, it's super grippy and gummy, feels really good on the peg, and I have a lot of grip, and I have a lot of grip against the, the frame of the bike as well. It grips really well, but the sole doesn't last as long as uh, a Tech 10 or even a uh, a CD or a Garnet that I'm about to talk about. Uh, I've gone through a pair of Fox Instincts in a matter of two months just because the sole was all the way down already. So um, I've heard that Fox is working on some new soles for the updated Instincts. I know I'm going to the Fox intro, the 2018 intro, here soon in July. So maybe I will get back to you on some of that. But for a purely base comfort feel, the Fox Instinct is really good. Um, I don't; it's not the the best durability on those things. So, if you're looking more for a performance-based boot, uh, Fox Instinct is really good. Um, the other one that Fox has, the Comp Eight, it's 330 bucks. Um, doesn't have a replaceable sole. It's 8.5 pounds, it's a little lighter. Um, same, pretty much same buckle system as three buckles. Um, it's not a hinge system. Fitment on a, on a Comp 8 is actually really comfortable too. I kind of did like a blind test and uh, I had a pair of boots that didn't have any markings on them because they, they look similar. And I thought I was wearing Instinct for a while, then come to find out I was wearing the Comp 8. So comfort level is extremely high on the Comp 8. Um, ankle protection is really good. I feel like about the on the same par for the course for the instinct um shelf life for the sole 
is about the same as the Instinct, not not the greatest. Um, I don't feel that much difference in the soles um, when I ride as far as hardness. Um, grippy feel is about the same as the Instinct. And you're paying a lot less for the Fox Comp 8. So for me, I would if you guys are worried about money um, and you guys are Fox, Fox guys, the, the Fox Comp 8 is a really good choice. It's less money feels close to the same as an instinct so i feel fox kind of nailed that mid-level market pretty good compared to their instinct the sg12 garnet super hard to spell when i'm typing it i gotta look at the garnet website all the time when i type that some bitch because that name is tough to spell uh they weigh 9.1 pounds they have a replaceable sole they have no booty they have four buckles and it is a great boot. I put it on. Break-in time is nothing. Like, similar to the Fox Instinct where you have no break-in time, feels good right away. Um, the buckle system on the Garnet is super easy to use. The latches go down nicely. And I feel like that whole boot is really good. I didn't spend a lot of time in a Garnet and just until recently... And I spent, I don't know, the last few months in them, and I've come to really like them. I'm not really a booty or a non-booty type of guy. I feel like if the boot is comfortable and I have some protection, I'm happy no matter what, if it's a booty or a non-booty. I just don't want to feel welded in my boots where I can't move. So the SG-12 kind of hits all of those notes for me, and uh, I'm able to... To feel a lot on the pegs, I can shift and break really soon, so I'm not spending all day breaking in my my uh, boots. the The shelf life of these soles have been really good for me. Uh, over the past few months, I've been riding them, you know, maybe almost 10 engine hours a week, and they've lasted a long time. They got a bunch of cool colors, um, similar to what Alpine Star has been doing in Fox, with a bunch of different colorways and to match your gear. So I think that's cool. And you can grip the frame pretty good on the side of the of the boots. I do notice that the sides of the boots wear out a little bit near the gaiter part. Um, I have um, felt that piece kind of rubbing when I'm riding the Honda kind of catch near the, the top of the frame. And I didn't feel that with other boots. But overall, I feel like the, the Garnet is super comfortable and has lasted a long time, so it's kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, moving on to the CD Crossfire 3. Just did this on keyforinktesting.com. Lots, lots better than the Crossfire 2. Straight up with you guys, I didn't like the CD Crossfire 2. It hurt my ankles when I rode. Every time I went to a jumpier track, I came home with sore ankles. I've never had that. So ankle protection wasn't the best on the Crossfire 2 for me. And like I said, I wasn't a real big um, stickler. I've used that word many times on the show. A stickler about ankle protection. But on the Crossfire 2, it, it wasn't good at all. So the Crossfire 3 have been updated. Ankle area has been updated. The sole has been updated. Um, it's 575 bucks. They're 9.1 pounds. They don't have a booty. They are hinged, and they have four buckles. And out of all the boots that I've tried in this whole shootout, 
Um, CD has the best buckle system and the easiest to use that do not stick. I didn't say this back into the the Fox and the Alpine Star boots, but Fox boots and Alpine Stars, the buckles, when they get muddy, are super hard to to get out. They they stick. Um, sometimes i got to pry a screwdriver in there to, to lift them up. Um, but with the CDs, man, boots are covered in mud. No problems. Easier to flip out, get out. Buckle system's really bitching. I like that a lot about the Crossfire 3. Um, going back to the protection, my ankles do not hurt with the Crossfire 3. I feel like the soles are better and not as gummy as the Crossfire 2. I feel like the soles a little bit harder, and I like that. It's not so hard while I'm feeling a lot of vibration up through the pegs, but it's really good to have you guys try these on because the Crossfire 3s are a little narrow for a guy with a wider foot. So I'm an average size width foot. I don't have an abnormal size uh, size 11 width foot. So uh, going to a Crossfire 3, make sure you try them on. Make sure it's not you get any hot spots uh, near the ends of your feet because I have had guys tell me, hey, uh, I tried those Crossfires and, dude, they're so narrow. And I felt the twos were a little bit narrow, but the threes, although the width hasn't changed, I feel like I don't have a problem with it. So big update for CD. I'm I'm really happy with these Crossfire threes. Like I said, different colors. You can interchange parts to kind of mix match what you guys want out there. Um, the sole, like I said, is better. And also the life of the sole is really good. I've been using these tie pegs on all these boots that are super sharp. And the CD has held up well to that. So um, I've been happy with that part of it. Um, Break-in time for the CDs, I would say, are almost as good as the SG-12s. They're really easy to break in. Um, like I said, the Alpine Star Tech 10s are the worst. Those are really tough to break in. But the CD, you can get going within an hour or two of ride time, and you can feel everything, and it works out good. Um, gripping the bike is really good with the CDs because they are a slim boot and they're, you know, they fit really close to your leg. And I do like that. And I know previously people have had problem with the gaiters on the CD twos, Crossfire twos. Um, if you have large ankles, large calves, it's hard to seal the top part of the boot. But the Crossfire three, um, I gave to a guy that I know that has huge calves, wears the same size foot as me and it's a lot better. So um, that also has been remedied. So stoked that CD came out with a new boot and updated it because uh, I'm a big fan of the Crossfire 3. Going to the Crossfire 2, uh, if you guys out there with a wide foot that need you know a wider version, um, the TA version is a wider version. So um, that is an option if you guys want to stick with the CD. To me, it, it's uh, around the same weight. Um, I didn't feel any difference. It's it's around 9 pounds. When I weighed them, it was like 0.2 pounds more than the Crossfire 3s, but I didn't notice it while I was riding. doesn't have a booty, replaceable sole. Um, but only really difference feel is the width of the boot. So um, for you guys out there that want to go that direction to um, a wider size boot, the TA is a good choice. And other notables that I've tried are Forma Boots. I'll be straight up with you guys. I rode with Formas up in Canada, and I tried to get Andy White to let me not wear these things. They were so hard. They pinched my feet. 
They dug into my ankle. I did not like them. I tried two different versions of Formas. Never did like them. Um, I don't know how accessible they are here in America, but I know a lot of guys wear them up in Canada, but honestly, guys, I did not like the Forma boots at all. Um, Axos, I've worn some Axo boots, A2 boots, when I was at Dirt Rider that um, weren't bad. They were just super stiff and really hard to break in. Like uh, The Alpine Star Tech 10s were hard to break in. These were twofold compared to that. And you can never really feel the pegs or the shifter or the brake pedal. And I wore them almost a week, and I still couldn't feel. So I don't even know if these things were broken in or not. And if they were, I still couldn't feel them. So Axo's been around for a while. And, dude, they had a lot of cool stuff. And the boots were were really cool back in the day. But um, I know they're trying to make a push now. But the boots need a little bit of work for flexibility and comfort because the comfort wasn't very high. So, like I promised you guys out there, I would rate these boots. For me, if I was going to go buy a pair of boots, I know we just kind of breezed over everything. And you guys, if you guys have any questions out there, you always can hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com. But I just kind of want to give you guys all a little synopsis of each boot, how much they were, and the com- you know comfortability of everything, and the performance, and the durability. But if I had my money, I was spending money, and I just wanted a durability type of boot where... It's fairly comfortable, but I want to last a long time. My number one, these are my podium picks. So my number one pick would be a Tech 10. Like I said, takes a while to break in, but once broken in, good boot, feels okay. Life of the sole is fairly well. The parts last a long time. The buckles aren't the best when it's muddy. Um, but if you can get over that, this is an all-around great boot. That will last you quite a long time, and you should be happy with it with high ankle um, protection. Close behind that um, is a newfound love for me is the SG12. It's a non-booty, like I said, but lasts a long time, fairly comfortable, easy to get along with, has good sole grip. The sole has lasted um, very, very long time. I was... When I felt the sole on the SG12, I almost thinking, man, it's not going to last very long because it's you know fairly grippy, and uh, but it's lasted quite a long time, and uh, I would put my money in SG12. They have a lot of cool colors as well. The next, the Crossfire Three. A lot of you guys out there I've talked to before would be shocked to hear that because you know I wasn't a big fan of the Crossfire Two, but CD went to work. They did their job, increased the ankle um, area of the Crossfire Three, and the sole has changed so. Those have lasted a long time for me as well, and they're they're more of a smaller type boot in the ankle. Um, so gripping the bike's really simple, and they feel light. So I'm kind of getting all of the performance advantages with the Crossfire 3, and they last a long time. So those are my podium picks for just straight-up durability boots. Now, if you guys have the money and you don't mind bear, buying a pair of boots you know, every two or three every you know a year so if you want to get hey i got some money i want to spend i'm going to buy two or three pairs of boots a year this is what i would buy it's hard to beat a fox boot man like straight up comfort wise putting your foot in lightweight performance getting on the bike right away no break in time man i could pull a set of fox instincts out of the box put them on dude i'm ready to go i feel like they're broken in i could ride right now and 
I feel like, man, I'm putting on the most comfortable tennis shoe. Never even noticed, you know, the boot at all. Um, the next, comfort-wise, SG12. You can see this. The SG12 is in both categories. Very good boot. Comfort level is very high. Lightweight. The the actual insole of the of the boot is really comfortable too. So um, this actually has been going on my feet quite a bit lately because I've been wearing different types of gear, and SG12 goes with all that. So uh, SG12 would be my second pick, and like I said, for comfort. For my foot is the Crossfire 3 coming in third. Uh, if you guys have a wider foot, the TA version is the way to go. But I'm telling you guys, comfort level, the CD Crossfire 3 is really good. Um, the only thing that I didn't mention that I would like to mention about the SG12 Garnets is I had to go down in a size. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, all of these were weighed in a size 11. And when I tried a size 11 on in the SG12s, um, they're too big. So I end up having to call um, Garnet up and say, hey, can you send me a, a smaller size? They sent me a size 10, and those were much better. There's plenty of room still. I feel like a size 10 in Garnet is like a size 11 in everything else. And all the other boots, as far as fitment-wise and true to size, are um, on point. Yes, I said on point. Um the size 11s that I've tried and all the other boots that I mentioned were, were correct. Just the Garnet I had to drop down to size. So for those of you guys out there that are trying to get a boot, and if you don't have the option to go try one on um, a Garnet before you go buy it, just trust me in the fact that if you're a size 10, go to a size 9. If you're a size 11, go to a size 10. Um, I've did a lot of research on this. I wore a size 11. It's just too, too big, and I went to a size 10. So... Try dropping a size, and you'll be stoked. The reason why I didn't put uh, the Tech 10s or any of the Alpine Stars in the comfort factor, um, simply, is just these three were just better. And although the comfort factor for the Tech 10 is middle of the road for me and fairly good, um, I just feel like in the comfort level, um, it's hard to beat a Fox and the Garnet and the CD. Um, but for durability, the Alpine Star is the way to go. So that's kind of my synopsis of everything, boot-wise. Uh, I know it's tough to really rate everything as far as boots, because I know it's a preference. But hopefully I kind of covered what I feel like is the best boots and what all these boots can do for you. Um, it's about protection, comfort, and durability. We've kind of nailed everything you know down on that. Um, like I said, if you guys want to go to RockyMountainATVMC.com, and uh, try to buy these suckers. I would appreciate it. They're helping me out here. We're coming back this month in July with a bunch of 2018 bike tests, more hard part tests. I'm going to be doing a bunch of stuff um, with helmets and also uh, a bunch of muffler tests. So that's coming up soon on Kiefer Tested. And hope to see you guys around the track soon. And check out KieferIncTesting.com for more tests. And get you back later. See ya!